Podcast Studio here in New Jersey with Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And with Bevan. What up, everyone? Now, if you're not familiar with the Adultish Podcast, we talk about nerd news and all the happenings in comics and movies, and uh, we're happy to share it with you. So, yeah, let's get this thing started. How's it going, everybody? What up? This is February. I know. We're finally back here in the studio doing the dang thing after the holidays. Wait, wait, wait. Let's clarify. <laughs> okay. I'm back in the studio Kay. for the first time after a long time Yeah, doing the dang thing. Okay. Y'all met We did. S- since Co- then. A couple times, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, so so, what did we cover on those? What uh, what were what you guys talk about when I'm not around? Uh, Ming. So I brought some friends from Legacy Pictures. She did they were uh, cool? They were pretty cool. They were awesome. They they are pretty nerdy as well. They're down with the Asians. Oh, they, that's they do a lot of stuff in China. Yeah, yep. I thought was cool. Legacy Pictures, really nice people. Yep. By Coastal as well. Yeah. Uh, so not just China. They're also L.A. and New York. And then I came back all by myself, talked to Ming and Mike about uh, our favorite things from 2018 our, yeah. and our most hopeful ones in 2019, yes. right? Okay, so brief rundown. What what were we hoping for? What are we excited about? Oh, yeah. Um, you can go um, first. You know, in, uh, Endgame, definitely uh, Spider-Man, Far From Home. Uh, I, did we talk about glass? I think I did. Yes, and you then, did. Uh, you did talk about glass. I haven't glass. seen it, but the uh, the uh, the reviews have not been kind to it. And I railed through Split at like two in the morning in advance of seeing glass. I was supposed to see glass with uh, my boss over at Urban Stems, okay. but didn't end up going. Nope. <laughs> Felt all for not. So, uh, Urban Stems is that a dispensary? It sounds like a. Uh, do they so, sell weed there? No, they do sell flowers though. Okay, a wonderful flower company. Okay, it sounded like uh, sounded like a weed company. So Are like, you oh, on? Covering my other other side hustle, no, God, no, it'll man. be it'll be legal soon. Uh, no, man, I'm dying to get in the weed business, man. There's a lot of money to be made, lordy, lordy. I mean, there's a lot of people in the weed business that are banking in L.A. at least right now and Colorado. It, it will it will happen in New York and Jersey. I'm sure. You're sure. I'm sure because if the secret stash doesn't eventually start doing a comics and joints thing, oh once sure, that yeah, happen, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Kevin Smith is thinking we'll that. we'll get there. He's, Kevin's always a step ahead of everybody. I'm like, does Kevin like marijuana? Is that, you could say that. That's yeah. a thing? You could say that. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Sunday was the Super Bowl. Uh, it was. Yeah. Yeah, well, I... Um, well, I, I, well, I'll go to you guys first. Uh, do you guys watch? Uh, I don't know how. I I watched the are. game. I watched okay. the game with a bunch of theater kids, which is always fun because half of us were playing card games, and you know what? Uh, they they weren't wrong. That game was glacially slow. It's pretty it, bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, deep. It's the uh, lowest scoring Super Bowl ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that hurt to watch. The commercials were good, and we were uh, dual screening the Puppy Bowl. Which was okay. pretty rad. And I found myself watching the Puppy Bowl a lot more than I thought I was going to be. Which, sure. fine, dandy. Loved it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can always count on good uh, pop culture commercials. Uh, stuff for stuff for, uh, for stuff that we like coming up. Yeah. So let's dive into it. Okay. Uh, yeah, because the game, again. The meh. game. Meh. Meh. Yeah. Tom Brady is Thanos. We can establish that. He. He's got so many goddamn rings. That's true. I oh think they God. said if he won this one, he would have all the Infinity Stones, right? I think so. And he won, so he's got all the stones. He's got all you the know, stones. If, if he gets one more, he'll have a ring for every day. Sure. A ring for every occasion. Yeah, I think that would be great. So, um, Captain Marvel trailer came yeah. out on there. Well, uh, let's, let's say one of the many one Captain Marvels Captain Marvel. that we've seen, yes. I, I got like s- fun. Although my friends who didn't know what it was were like, is this some kind of female Top Gun? Because they start out in the hangar. And, and you, know, uh, you know, at my funny. party they were like, Lady Top Gun! Yeah. I was like... Which I, oh, I'd be all for, actually. I, oh, I'd be they, about yeah. it. Yeah, if, there, if there's no, like, you know, like, crawl DNA, like, splicing and... and Jude Law or, or Captain Marvel or any of that, I'd still watch. I totally watch. That. I'm I'm here for the swerve where it just becomes Top Gun too. I'm here for that. About it, it's not gonna happen. But. I mean, I thought the trailer was fine. I don't think we gleaned anything new by it. No. Um I didn't see any elderly people getting punched in the face like there were in previous. Oh right, sure. But in previous uh, trailers, yeah, yeah, but. 
you know, it looks solid. It still looks badass. They still keep using the iconography of her getting up and the closed fists and all sure. that. And the flight sequence looked cool as hell. Um, but yeah, nothing new. I mean, it, it was not. It was underwhelming for me a little bit to see the Captain Marvel trailer. Now the Avengers Endgame trailer. Yes. Yeah. Ming, what did you think? Uh, I. I love that. Uh, what was it? Maybe fifteen, fifteen to thirty seconds long. Yeah. And uh, yeah. W- what was the tagline? Uh, you know, uh, do we we won't quit or whatever. Oh uh, no, um, something about not us. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never gonna other people give you will, up. will move on, but not <laughs> us. Yeah. Yeah, never. Down. Yeah. No. Okay. Get out. <laughs> yeah, other people just kind of move on and forget, as we as we tend to do in, in yeah, the society, but, not, but, us, not, but yeah. not us. Yeah, which was cool. And this is the. Um, this is the only trailer we're getting until it comes out. I hear that's it. Oh, really? That's what I'm hearing. That's yeah. great. This I actually, it. I'm good. Great. It's close enough. We're like nearly there already, so I'm pretty okay with that. It's what April fourth? Is that when it's coming out? Well, I know Game of Thrones is April seventeenth. I believe nineteenth. Nineteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Ming. Whoop it up for us. I didn't bring my laptop today because Mr. David. WrestleMania, The Avengers, and April twenty sixth, same month. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna fall over and fucking die in April. Ruby is watching, and he said, "Is Nick Fury goose?" (laughs) Yes, Nick Fury is definitely. Oh no, Nick Fury's dead. Then Nick Fury's already dead. The snap happened. Okay, I'm going down a deep dive with this. Oh jeez. Yeah, time travel. We're back in the nineties now. Back in the nineties. What what I did find interesting about this trailer is that there was a passage of time. Like it showed there was that sign um, just about what do we do with the people that are left or whatever shit that was. Yeah, Yeah. they're gone. What do we do? It's a long enough time that they've had to process it. The PR campaign started already. Yeah. 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 Self-help for everyone where yeah. half do the you, population is How do you done. deal when half the population is fucking dead? Oh, I mean, a lot of therapy and booze and porn, probably. Yeah, you know, the usual way. this already? Wasn't there an HBO series that dealt yeah. with this already? The that, Leftovers? Uh, the Leftovers, yeah. That, uh, freaking yeah. what's-his-face from Lost... Uh... Uh, Justin Theroux? You mean the writer for <laughs> Iron Man 2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The uh, what's it? Linda, Linda, Lindelof. David Lindelof. Lindelof. Yeah, David yeah. Lindelof. We dealt with this already. Yeah. 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 Except, you know, it's Thanos. But and... did they have superpowers on that show? I don't believe so, no. I think well, it just no. kind of happened. No interest. Yeah. No. I, I actually like it. I like that, you know, it's it's going the Star Wars route for trailers in terms of, like, they're not giving us too much. They're giving us just enough for us to go, yes, because the thing is with Captain Marvel, I feel like I've seen almost over half of the movie just from the trailers, <laughs> you know? So I, I liked that it was short and sweet. Well, we still don't know why she's in a blockbuster video, though, so... I mean, uh, that's, that's all I want. That's why I'm going. To, that's what I'm going to go see. Yeah. <laughs> renting Top Gun. Yeah, renting Top Gun. Right, right. Yeah. That's why she's there. Yes. No. Um. Since we've been here, the new Spider-Man trailer came out. Yeah. As well. I mean, we're diverging from Super Bowl sure, a bit, sure. but I want to get. I want to feel the room. I think we covered to... Super Bowl. I mean, <laughs> is there is there anything else that I'm missing? there is the uh, the Bud Light Game of Thrones commercial, bro? It was my, my my might have been my favorite one. Okay. Toy Story 4 also had a commercial that was pretty That's cute. That's very true. That was also short and sweet. You had no idea mm. what was happening, which is great. Uh, yeah, but the pe- Bud Light, I didn't think there were going to be freaking dragons coming out. Yeah. And then it's like Game of Thrones, April 19th. Like, oh, that's a cool crossover. Yeah. Yeah. That was a yeah. good one. Um, everything else. You know, the thing that disappointed me a little bit about the Super Bowl commercials is that apparently it was all available a day ahead of time. Yeah. And the whole mystique around sure. watching the Super Bowl as well is that people are paying all of this money for those primetime spots. So if you release them early on, doesn't that take away the value of them a little bit? Yeah, as long as the eyes are, eyes get on there. Yeah, I, I think it's just a matter of getting people jazzed about yep. it. Uh, my friend Patrick Ryan just posted that... Uh, if you freeze frame during oh, one of the shots, you <laughs> okay. can see uh, Nebula helping Tony build something. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure, yeah, okay, which is yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's nice. So yeah, it's not even like a split second shot. That's like a good two seconds of a trailer. Yeah, so. yeah, they're yeah. building something. I'm pretty sure Rocket's building something, and then Shuri is building something. All the they're abilities. building just a giant electric sign saying "Return our people, please." <laughs> Big old neon fucking thing. Big old neon fucking thing. Please return our people. We don't like it. Yeah. Vic, where were you going? uh... With Spider-Man? Yeah, with Spider-Man. So the question I'm having is that obviously it's 
they reveal that it's the timeline after Endgame and that obviously Nick Fury is alive. What what's the feeling of releasing this trailer before we've even seen Endgame? I mean, I mean, we all knew that there was going to be a Spider-Man movie. I've also <laughs> heard theory that this is Black actually Black Panther two. Like, come on, yeah, it, it's it's we know. Um, well, here here's my thing with it. I've also heard that this might be the seconds before uh, Infinity War, like. They get back from this trip to wherever the dick they're going, and that school bus shot of uh, Peter Parker on yep. the bus is actually them returning from that trip. Um, I don't know. I mean, I read I mean, they kind of did it with Ant Man, so sure, sure, they did kind of do it with Ant Man, but I, I don't... don't think they're doing it here. No, I, I, think I think this is past that. No, I think I read, I think on IMDb or Wikipedia that this takes place after Endgame. The two most reliable sources. That's of true. Comic yes. book news they wow. ever were. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I mean, but what? But what are your feelings of them releasing that trailer early? I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it too. Yeah. I mean, okay. we we all knew they're come on. Like if we all know it's coming back. Yeah. It's just a question of how and what happens and yeah. we're all going to go we'll hope our asses will be in those seats. Oh, of course. Yeah. There's... Of course. I'm still of the mind that like Marvel has built up enough cachet that if they just released a date and a poster that said Marvel and didn't tell you what was going on. Suppose it just says movie. Yeah, like, yeah, just just movie, and like did not tell us a single detail. Didn't yeah. release a single trailer. Just told us there was going to be a movie there. We'd go, and yeah, it would what? probably put, be amazing. Put that money back into the movie, man. Yeah, that's what I'm fine with it. Take that ad budget. Yeah, put it back in the movie. Make it make a better movie for sure. Keep uh, keep Tony Stark around for one more. I mean, that's got to be the easiest marketing job in the world. Too. Right. It's like, hey, let's get people to see this movie that yeah. they're going to see like no matter what. Right. A, yeah. It is a fail-proof job. It's it an, should be, yeah. It's pretty insane. I mean, with the new Disney streaming service, do they really have to market it that much that they just take all the Disney product off of everything else? And they're like, hey, by the way, you want to see any... Star Wars, any Marvel, any Pixar, you have to buy this streaming service. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if one day uh, they itemized the theater experience like there was Disney theaters and stuff like that. It might be a little too crazy, but you know what? I wouldn't be shocked. Um, the Spider-Man trailer looks like a banger. I'm excited that they got Jake Gyllenhaal, particularly with his history with almost being in Spider-Man. Um <sighs> It looks really yeah, better late than never. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Well, you know what? He could still do it. It's not like he's aged. He could sure. be the. I'm still waiting for the actual 40 year old Spider Man. Yeah. Like. Well, we got that in Spider Verse. This yeah. is true. Yeah, I'd see that. I'd see that in a live action. I'd be very curious of like the growing pains of a middle-aged Spider-Man and what that would end up looking like. I mean, that was pretty funny in Spider-Verse. Yeah. I will admit, I liked seeing a 40-year-old Peter Parker divorced, really slum, like, wearing uh, yoga pants. Was he wearing yoga pants? Sweatpants. He, he, sweatpants. sweatpants. Yeah. yeah. He's wearing sweatpants. It was it, great. It was pretty great. Um, I, it looks like Mysterio is presenting himself as a human, doing a little bit of... Uh, Incredibles work where he's pretending uh -huh. to be the good guy but creating all the bad guys with the elementals. Um, it should be fun. I'm excited for it. I'm Homecoming was awesome. I imagine Far From Home will be even better, maybe? I don't know. We'll uh, see. We shall see. Dun, I'm dun, expecting dun. it to be, yes. Yeah, I think, I think they're not going to fuck this one up. I'm pretty excited for it. We talked about Spider-Verse briefly. Uh, did you guys cover Spider-Verse on the last podcast? Or? Uh, you had not seen it yet, right? Yeah, I, I still haven't seen it yet. You still haven't seen no. it? No. <sighs> but you saw Aquaman, right? I haven't seen Aquaman either. <sighs> Aquaman got uh, just surpassed all the other DC films as the most financially yeah, successful DC film ever made. Which That's great. Well, that's in the right direction. Yeah, there's sharks with lasers on them. We've predicted uh, since Austin Powers that would be a good idea. Well, and lo and behold, it's actually thanks to China. Honestly, China, oh, yeah. China went gaga over it. In America, it did all right. I mean, it did pretty good. But like China's yeah, the one where they're fickle, man. They don't like Star Wars over there. Well, so isn't, isn't it uh, like there was a mermaid movie that was like the number one movie? Splash? It's not Splash. There, it was like two years ago. There was a mermaid movie over in China the that lady, I think Lady in the Water. No, no, this was not an American movie. Ming, <laughs> <laughs> Chinese made movie. Was um, Lady in the Water even a mermaid? 
No, no. I don't think. It was Abe Sapien with a hard on, like with a hard on. Yeah. Th- no, that's the shape of water. What am I thinking? Lady in the Water? Yeah, Lady in the Water was an M. Night yeah. Shyamalan. Oh, the Paul Giamatti thing? Yeah, with the chick in the pool, yeah. You know what? I'm still not convinced that Paul Giamatti is not just Ape Sapien with a heart on. I stand by my <laughs> previous statement. Oh, God. Um, yeah, no, Chinese are very fickle, though. Yeah. Very fickle. It uh, It's doing really well, and honestly, like I have not had an experience... Of seeing a movie like that since Avatar, where I was just blown away by the world they created and the visual effects. Like, it is a stunning movie that we won't go too far into because I want to hear Ming's thoughts on this eventually. Yeah, go see the damn movie. Well, I think you should see Spider-Verse first because, A, it's just a better movie. It's a well-written movie where Aquaman... dying. Dying. Aquaman is one of those films you've seen it already. You've seen it. I mean, it's formulaic, but like, oh, it's it's so it's paint by numbers in terms of story, but it's incredibly entertaining. Uh, Sure, I I will say that it's visually stunning. The technology is great. Uh, The story is bland. He's bland. Like most of the characters in there are kind of forgettable. I forgot all their names. Okay. Um. Yeah, so for for me, it's like... Ocean Master, Black yeah, Manta, yeah. Marrow, yeah. Eh. Yeah, okay. like, like the storyline of it is whatever. It's like you can predict the storyline and how it's going to end yeah. and where it's going to yeah. okay. go. But Spider-Verse is yep. insane. It is a beautiful film. It's beautiful, and I like the writing behind it, it too. It might be the best Spider-Man movie, no. which says a lot, because there's 16,000 sure. Spider-Man movies. It's well, not the best Spider-Man movie, but... While we've been podcasting, they released no. another Spider-Man movie. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. What, do you think Homecoming's better? No, I think Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 are still better films than Spider-Verse. Do you, do you think Spider-Man 1 and 2 are better than Homecoming? Oh, I think so, yeah. Big fight. Massive fight. Okay, fine. We don't have to fight about this right now because I still want to hear Ming's opinions about things. Like, there's a couple of things trending. Ming, let me pull up uh, my notes. What do you got? And I, you know, always I go to Den of Geek. Yes. What do you got? Um, So, Why the Last Man is going to be made into a series by FX. Picked up. Picked up for series. I've never read Why the Last Man. Oh, you would love it. It's the best. It's really, yeah, it is. You would love it. It is my favorite comic book ever what during a really boring class in college i read the entirety of it sitting in the back of class isn't it really tragic though i heard it's a weeper like you cry i mean there's a lot of there's a whole spectrum of humanity in that one yeah somewhat post-apocalyptic but i mean like all the dudes are dead which i mean take it or leave it but you know it's really a great story. It is, yeah. Somewhat of a, a political, uh, you know, social, economic, uh, cautionary tale, if yeah. you will. And there's a monkey. And there's a monkey, yeah. So how is everyone breeding? Well, They're that's, not. That's, uh, you know, that's the question. Sperm banks, right? Well, that's no. the question. Uh, you know, The Last Man on Earth is very much in demand at this point. Then. God dang yeah, it. Man. Yeah. That's, that's a guy that gets laid all the time. Well, you would think, but uh, no, that's not the, that's that's not the, not the case. Not the case. That's Alas, the case. poor Yorick. Yes. The character's name's Yorick. Yeah. A.K.A. Y. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, it's a no. thing. He and his sister are named after Shakespeare characters. Oh, yeah. man. This is right up my alley. Yes, Wait, it but, is. But uh, Diane Lane, who I'm just assuming is going to play his mom. Yeah. Although uh, I thought it'd be great if they flipped it on his head and they, she played his sister. I'd be down. Like, I'd be down with Diane, Diane Lane. Lane is evergreen. Yeah. Like, she's amazing. She's not aging. Yeah, she's a great. She looks great. She looks awesome. Um, yeah, but you... I'm excited. Uh, you know, they, there was a discussion they were going to turn into a movie series. Like, eh, okay. I, I don't think it should be. And, a movie. and uh, you know, that was this is about ten years ago. Uh, Shia LaBeouf was uh, attached to play Y, mm. and uh, yeah, no. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so thankfully that crumbled. But um, yeah, Brian K. Vaughn is signed on executive producer. Yep, which means he'll get some input, which he should because he wrote the damn thing. Yep, and uh, yeah, it's on FX, which uh, can can get a little edgy. Yeah, they, they, with the, you know, if they do it, uh, you know, similar to the do Shield. It properly. And, yeah. yeah, and yeah, I have, I have, I got, I got, I have high hopes. Yeah, I, uh, I FX hopes. rarely fucks things up uh, in terms of adaptations. Like, I'm very hopeful for it, and I'm also very glad that Shia is not 
Yeah, anything to to stop them from rewriting the Fantastic Four movies from uh, (laughs) well is is welcome. Yeah, right. Although I will uh, forever tune into FXX where they continue to run the Simpsons twenty four seven. Oh yeah, thank you guys, genius. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited though. Um, also too, they just announced it today or a couple days ago, but uh, Kevin Smith went on the air today and said that Legion M has picked up uh, Jane Silent Bob's reboot. That all right. Very exciting. Did you know that? I did not. But that I, I think you could have seen that. Legion M sponsored the Stan Lee event that yeah. Kevin MC'd last week. And uh yeah, he's pretty tight. So uh, yeah, Mike might be getting his whatever money invested in uh well, you know, at least he's investing it in the family now. So yep. right. which is cool. And then uh yeah, Saban Entertainment's uh got their hands in uh Jane Sambab reboot as well. So Got some Power Rangers money coming to them, I guess. Woohoo! That's awesome. Yep. Um, are you? Is there any hint that the comic book men will be making cameos in that? I, you know, what, with Kevin, you never know. With Kevin, it's literally like, hey, can you be down here and like tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, we'll see you then, and then yeah, so we'll see what happens. But I believe he may have something for us. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, he should. Uh, so yeah, but shooting in New Orleans soon. So in New Orleans, yeah. Why in New Orleans? I have no idea. So you don't don't know did anything. he get the state starting with the word new mixed up? Because no, no, they must have some great tax credits, uh, good locations for whatever he's looking for. Yeah, no, it's a huge, huge film area. Yeah, they have crazy, crazy uh, credits and whatnot. Yeah, traditionally uh, they shoot a lot of TV down there, so yeah. uh, whatever. I, th- I think there's a there's a there, there may be a studio or two down there mm-hmm. as well. So uh, whatever they have, uh, it's got what he was looking for. So I imagine he'll be back up here for a few days or a week or so to shoot oh, yeah. at the quick stop. Possibly the stash, who knows? But we don't, they, they don't tell us anything. So, really? Yeah. Nothing? Yeah. So, are we going to be? I have no idea. I believe I may have a copy of the script somewhere. I have no idea. I, There's which a I monologue yet, that you have to deliver in the middle of it that <laughs> they're I can just memorize not telling things. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. <laughs> All right. Bevan, what's next? But that's cool. Yeah. Legion M. Uh, yeah. Legion yeah. M picked them up. They're sponsoring them and uh, they're they're helping them fund it and Fantastic. everything. Fantastic. Uh, so and shout out to them then. Yep. Yeah, they actually posted it on the Legion M Facebook page today, and they and Jay and Kevin were on there going, "Hey, what's up? Okay, hey, man, yeah, yeah right. we're gonna we're so grateful for you." And then yeah, you know, doing his thing. So I wanted to bring that up. Um, okay, so have you done any watching of Netflix? Like Punisher, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Any I, uh, of that? What am I watching? I, I'm rewatching Breaking Bad and Stranger Things for whatever reason. Okay. <laughs> Getting ready for the summer. Which doesn't count for any of this. I but. finished Punisher at two in the morning last night. Uh, season two is strong. It is suffering the same thing that so many Marvel Netflix shows do, where it's probably three episodes too long and should end at like episode 10. Mm-hmm. And the storylines feel a little bit disjointed. Uh, it has Callum Blue as one of the main villains who was on Dead Like Me and is amazing actor but it seems a little disjointed it follows his story and frank's story mm-hmm. and billy russo's story and rarely do they intertwine up until around the end and at that point you're just like why has this journey taken me this way it's so strange it's so strange i don't know but uh i'm i'm thinking i'm thinking that they're going to cancel it uh, after this season, as they've been canceling everything, everything. Marvel related. Uh, yeah. Bevan said in the car write up that they are canceling Legion also after. Uh, yes, yeah, so it will season. end after season three. Yep. So I don't know. Uh, from what I understand, there's like a two year clause on these Netflix characters that their series cannot be picked up by Disney until those two years after it's been out. So. We'll see. Um, it's worth a watch. I highly recommend it to everyone, but might be in for a windy and weird road. Um, what, Legion or Punisher? Punisher. Legion, Legion. I watched season one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I watched the first episode of season one, and I went, this is too fucking weird. And I put it down. And then a year <laughs> later, I picked <laughs> it up, and I watched all of season one. I'm like, this is so weird, and I love it, and it's great. I tried watching season two. I was like, God damn it, this is too weird. And I put it down. So a year from now, when I watch season two, I expect to be pretty, pretty good. 
Uh, yeah, Legion, I watched the first season. I liked the cinematography of it. I think it's really hard to make that main character. I forget his name. Um, what's his name? The head guy. Head guy from... Legion. Legion? Yeah. The guy? David, I think his name is. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. We're just going to say that guy, because that's how memorable this show was for me. <laughs> uh, I, I, he has very complicated mutant powers, so it's it's... I would... I would think just in general that'd be challenging to show, and I thought Legion was doing a great job with that. It's How visually I... fucking stunning. Oh, yeah. It's... And it's really out there. It's, uh, I, I think one of my mistakes with uh, watching season one was I watched the pilot episode stoned off my ass and was just like, I cannot follow this. It's chaos. Pretty chaos. Oh, do you so like you were pop? like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. like no, no, no. Okay. This was, uh, I am one with my couch and I am right. confused. Right. Um, which is fine. That's fine and dandy. Did you ever watch Legion? No. No. Did you watch Punisher? Is it worth it? I did. I saw, yeah, season one of Punisher was great. Yeah. It's nice and bloody and it was, it's, it's what I wanted. The, this definitely exactly keeps up the I gore wanted. content. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. That's uh, definitely still there, but I mean, the Punisher. I I was just okay with it when I saw that season two was out. I was like, meh. I'll get around to it whenever I feel like it. I was more intrigued to watch where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Okay, Bevan, you clearly <laughs> want to talk about Carmen San Diego. Um, it Carmen is it is different. I mean, I grew up with uh, the theme song, and I, I miss the game show, man. Uh, the game show. show was great. I had all the computer games. Yeah, the for game it was too. great too. I learned a lot about geography. Yeah, <laughs> like it was very. It was a great way to trick you into being educated sure. without feeling like you were educated because yeah. you had to learn these things in order to catch her. You know, you, you gotta... never wanted to feel like you were learning. Yeah. Ew. So how's, yeah. how's this one played out? Is it like a like a female Mission Impossible? Because I would be like, I'd be into that, man. So not. Really, okay. they're doing they're doing this whole thing where, which I really wish they would just have let her be a criminal. I don't understand why we got to make bad guys, uh, good guys, but misunderstood. They they gave her yeah, a backstory. She's a, she is a criminal. I know, but yeah. but that's why not, we're trying to grab? That's why we're trying to capture her, right? Yeah. Except that, that this is not the case in this new cartoon. It's, they don't make her a supervillain. No. I call bullshit and shenanigans. No, she's a good guy that um, steals. Ugh. She's a Robin Hood. She steals from Ac uh, from uh, Vile because she was trained by Vile and then realized that they were Vile. Vile. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to start stealing the things that they stole and put them back with the police. But Acme, who is the agency that's looking for her, uh, is very confused because they think she's a criminal, but she's not. She's Robin Hood. Okay. And yeah, I mean, as somebody, I think you know. Again, it kind of makes me sad because it's it's clearly that the executives are like, we're gonna put in the geography, we're gonna put in some cool kids that are on a mission to did, stop. Did it make guys. you feel like you were learning? I mean, there's some interesting stuff in there because there is the guy that uh, is from Stranger Things that plays as her um, oracle. Um. But uh, and he's the one that's like educating them about the world and where they're going to steal the stuff, mm -hmm. and that's and that's cool. But I would have rather she had been a bad guy and act, and you were going back with Acme, kind of trying to track her down, and she gets away every time, you know, after you realize where she is and how to find her. I would rather have her been mysterious. So Carmen San Diego uh, recommend. Pass. What are we feeling? If you are a fan of the original, you're probably not going to enjoy it as much. It's clearly made for a newer audience sure. with nostalgic sprinkles in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, even the theme song is different, too. And I love that theme song. It's a catchy theme it, song from back in the day. Yes. And, they, and they made a new one. And Boom. I was like, all right. So this is kind of What's like... What's the point, even? Right. Why bother? Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Right? No theme song. I'm out. Um, okay. But... I think it's the same thing with She-Ra, Princess of Power, where it's like these two new shows have originality to them, and it's clearly made for a newer audience and not for, not really for the nostalgic older audience. So Got it. that's my take on that. Okay. So we have one more Marvel series left on Netflix that has not been canceled yet uh, in Jessica Jones season three coming up. Do we, ex what are we expecting from that at this point? Because they kind of got to know that the axe is going to come down. Sure. Do you think they tie it all up? No. 
I, 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 no. I, but I, I think that Disney saying that they're not going to continue this is a bunch of bullshit. By yeah. The way. I, I think. Why would you, why would you stop <laughs> Like, does Disney hate money? No, Disney no, love yeah. money. Yeah, they got something, they got something planned. They're full of shit. Yeah. And I appreciate them being full of shit and throwing up the smoke screen sure. on this because, like, honestly, they can't do anything for two years on this. Yeah. So I'm okay with just being surprised by it in a couple of years, like literally a couple of years. Um, I think they leave it open-ended. I think they do something that gets us excited for the possibility right. of what's in the future. And I'm pretty sure they could include these characters in the film world. Sure, absolutely. We all, we all know who they are now. We yeah. know what they do. It's they're yeah they're all in New York City so yeah. Do they all? Do we know about their contracts? The stars' contracts? How long they signed a contract for? That's I, a big. That's a big clue on if they're done or not. I mean, I think it has less to do with that. <laughs> contracts I, can be rewritten. Yeah, true. that there's flexibility there, particularly for there's stuff that's like a limited series. Yeah, like there's this. plenty of stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. I I think what's going to be the big tell is. If you see them, A, pop up in a film, like, I think we'll have a very good idea what's happening with these characters if they all popped up in Endgame, but I doubt that's going to happen because we can't have nice things. Hey, listen, what? let's just ring up Jeff Loeb right now and be like, hey, sure. what, what, what's going on? Give us the inside yeah, scoop. Yeah, yeah, Only sure. here. Tell us and no one else. And no one else. <laughs> and then we'll just tell our viewers. Yeah. The other thing that I think will be very telling is if you see them pop up in just different shows as lead roles. If if Kristen Ritter gets a pilot uh, on NBC, then, yeah, we're probably not going to see Jessica Jones for a while. Yeah. But if not, who's to say? Bevan, what's next on the news item list? Uh, we were basically just breezing through it this time um, because, again, a lot of people are talking about the Super Bowl. They're talking about the commercials. Ah, they're talking about a big thing about the commercials. Okay. There was rumor that we were going to get a Star Wars trailer. No, that's there's no way they're releasing that before Celebration. And no chance. we got no yeah. Star Wars yeah. commercial. Yeah, why Why would they... Why would they do that? Yeah, why would they leave it... I mean, I know it's, I realize the biggest TV audience, you know, the biggest audience you could put it, but not before the fans, uh, yeah. the super hardcore fans see it at Celebration. But we got a Star Wars trailer last Super Bowl for the the Last Jedi. Did oh, did we? I did yeah. we? Yeah, I was yeah. drunk for that Super Bowl. I was Last Jedi. They knew it was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like fuck it. This yeah. is gonna piss them yeah, off. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. That's my feeling. Is uh, and and uh, did they? They're just rapping, right? They're still shooting. I, think I mean, I... they they shot. Mike Quinn told me he got done shooting a while ago, like last summer he got yeah, done. Yeah, I thought I saw a post from the guy who... There, I didn't know this. There's a guy in a in a, one of those Zero suits. He pushes around BB-8. That's how BB-8 moves. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they just erase him out. He, it's like It looks like he's pushing BB-8 on like a, like a little forklift. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was like, hey, you know, thanks for the ride. Like I guess that it was the last day. It was a couple of days ago, so... So they're still I guess shooting. they're still shooting, yeah. Well, they probably have a lot of reshoots to do when they fire J.J. Abrams and <laughs> bring in Lord and Miller just to really make it come full circle. There's actually a battle royale with just all the Star Wars directors. See who gets to finish just the movie. Let, let let Lucas finish it out, man. <laughs> let Lucas finish it out. Isn't oh, the, good. Isn't then this we'll get whole, three. But isn't this whole uh, isn't this whole series about redemption? It's all about redemption. Let him redeem himself. So the last shot of the last Star Wars movie. Yeah, let him give is, it give it to him. It's just George Lucas sitting in a chair. Yeah, laughing, like swimming in money. Just saying, ah, oh, metachlorians. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh, no, that's that, terrible. That will haunt my dreams. Sure. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. I think, like, it might have... I was actually looking forward to see at least a teaser of Star Wars. I mean, I figured what That's would happen cool. is we would have gotten a teaser, kind of like we did with Endgame. Sure. And then they would have released a major trailer for Star Wars Celebration. Right, right. When is Star Wars Celebration even? April? Uh, it's in April, yeah, I believe. Oh, my God. So in April, you're getting Endgame, mm -hmm. you're getting Game of Thrones, yes. and you're getting Star Wars Celebration where they'll drop a trailer. And yes. WrestleMania. And Wrestle don't forget WrestleMania. Yeah, don't forget WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, because I yeah, come care. Come <laughs> It's what all the cool kids care about. Yeah, come on. God. Wait, Ming, you like wrestling? 
I appreciate wrestling, sure. I, I wouldn't say I'm a hardcore live or die fan. I'm but just I'm gonna have to bring you to a show one of these days. It'll be fun. Jersey, I, I've I've never I've never been to a live wrestling event. Oh, I've only I've only watched it on TV. That is happening. Which, <laughs> which is pretty fun. So it's a blast, eh? I've Isn't met many wrestlers, I just haven't seen them perform live. Isn't it all scripted? Like it doesn't matter. Like every okay. show we watch. Right. Sure, that's fine. I'm yes. just saying it's wrestling. <laughs> it's good combination of uh entertainment and athleticism. Absolutely. Oh, there is uh two other things on our docket that was oh, more yeah. of just an opinion thing. Shoot. Um Bill Mayer. Oh, oh fuck yeah. that guy. I know, seriously. Like <laughs> it's a it's a it's a wonderful thing when uh a renowned and wonderful figure dies and then you get to have your hot takes on it. Bill Mayer can eat a dick with a grapefruit spoon for all I care. That was just such shitty commentary and such snooty jackassery of, oh, I don't read comic books. Comic books are making people infants. Uh, just for some context, Ming, can you give the listeners what we're talking uh, about? Yeah, Bill, Bill Maher, yeah, he's been a dick. So yeah, he <laughs> came out and said anyone mourning Stan Lee was... Uh, was uh, people watch comic movies and read comic books are idiots and they never grew up and uh, can't take them seriously and a uh, whole bunch of other bullshit that uh, we're giving him far too much attention for. Yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it to get attention. Yeah, he's just trying to own the nerds, as it were. And he's he's the guy who used to make fun of us in high school. Yeah, and then now, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he likes them just fine, but. Or not, I don't know. I don't even care. Yeah. But he's uh, he's rallying people up to get attention. And uh, he, well, he had to try Kevin Smith into this though. Yeah, was the, was what I had a problem with. I'm like, leave Kevin alone, man. Freaking yeah, freaking. Sm- I know Kevin's way more brilliant than he is. By the way, first oh, and, first and foremost, far and away. Yeah, and he's the he's the old guy telling the kids to get off his his lawn. Yeah. And not even in a cool Clint Eastwood way. No. Just being a cranky asshole sort of way. But it does beg a really great conversation of, like, his argument was that comic books are unsophisticated. And I feel like he's reaching into something, or it's not real literature. Unsophisticated and not real literature. And he's, It sounds like my mom when I was reading comic books. I was like, you can't read, real literature doesn't have pictures in it. Yeah. I'm like, well, why not? Why? I think it's just a different art form, and I like I I would beg the argument to put down like yes, there are certain comic books that clearly they are made for the intention of there's a bad guy, there's a good guy, good guy saves the day, sure. bad guy loses. Yeah, but these are like God, these the are... structure of every Greek tragedy. Yeah, this is a story every as morality old as, and, as time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a good guy and a bad guy. The, the Bible has that. Yes. I, I, no one's going up to the Sistine Chapel, looking up at the roof, and going, "Yeah, but there's no words on it." Ooh, <laughs> like it's a really dumb fucking argument. Well, and it was funny too because uh, Marvel released a statement to Bill Maher saying that you know people thought that Shakespeare and Dickens was childish, and he was like, "No, it wasn't. Nobody ever said that." When in fact, actually, they did say that back in the day. Shakespeare was considered a poor man's. Uh, written work. I just thought this is a guy who basically like set up shop his residence at the Playboy Mansion, and he's telling me like what's a lower highbrow and what what is good and good enough for uh, and and what is sophisticated. Get out of here. The last time I gave a fuck about Bill Maher was when Ben Affleck was telling him he was an Islamophobic piece of shit, and I haven't cared about him since then, and I still don't care about yeah, him now. Sure, fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah. And I, and to your point, I think there was a in a weird, sick, twisted way because we're in this day and age now where controversy causes um, good PR yeah. for better or for worse. I wonder if his PR team was like, "Hey, your viewership is kind of down. You know what we should do? You know what's a safe audience to just attack that will surely sit there and get some media and yep. some responses?" Yep. Was the comic book right. crowd <laughs> because again, it's one of them. Again, are uh, we on the internet? Do we write about? things in opinionated fashion exactly comic book people do and it's like it they were a perfect demographic to target oh yeah and cause controversy we always are you you know what's fun about this though comic book culture has become mainstream to such a degree that like my mom knows who the fuck iron man is Yeah. yeah like so being like all these comic book readers these people who go to these movies Everyone goes to those movies. You sound like that person in the 50s going, oh, these kids watching television mm-hmm. rotting their brain. It's so dumb. I don't. 
fuck that guy. What's the next point on the docket? Oh, uh, for the opinion? Hold on. Yep. Um, it was... Oh, yes. So, Black Panther got Best Picture nomination. Stoked. I am Oh, God, I would love to see it win. It, it's not going to, it's but not I would going love to, to see it win. I don't think it's shocking going to. shocking upset. I but would, I think man. it being there is a great thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a great step in the right direction. It's a great step in the right direction. And, like, Ryan Coogler created a brilliant world, a great story. It's acted really well. It's a rough year for the Oscars. And it's something where I'm glad it's there because... A couple months ago, they had proposed a popular movie category. Like, <laughs> well, that was, was the even, question I was going to ask. Like, uh, six months ago, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it seemed like the dumbest idea where I was just like, you know, there are good movies that people also see that are not just released in New York and L.A. on the 25th of December and three people see them in those five days. Like, one of the problems with the Oscars is they don't seem to understand that if you release movies in two cities for five days towards the end of the year not many people are going to a be able to see them and b care enough about them to root for them at an award show like there has to be a difference in the way they release movies or they need to be a bit more inclusive to good movies that people actually saw like black panther so i'm glad it's there you know it's it's interesting too because people were a couple of theories were swirling around of why it got the nomination. Because, uh, because it was good. And because people saw it. Well, and I because mean. Because that will get them ratings. True. Um, but I think it might have been a response to the best, uh, the sorry, most popular film category that people sure. backhanded. Um, and also there was a question of like, uh, why not Avengers Affinity War instead of Black Panther? And it was like, because, you know, in, in all honesty, I think uh, Infinity War caused a lot more emotional ups and downs and it was such a cinematic achievement to finally make a movie like that with a very very compelling villain i think infinity war is sweep season of a television show while black panther is a movie like and a movie in and of itself infinity war plays off the fact that you've seen all these movies and it has massive payoff it is more of a celebration of years and years of world building than this one cinematic achievement, this self-contained thing. So I think I think there's merit to the idea of Avengers possibly getting a nomination, but it's also not something where one character is taking too much weight. And if there was, it would be Thanos, which is a mocap thing. Which is actually different, actually, in a yeah. sense, because, you know... I think one thing Infinity War did very, very well in order to balance out all these people that you knew is they made the villain the main character. Yeah, I would not have hated a Josh Brolin uh, nomination for Best Supporting. Well, I think we're going to get... We haven't gotten to the point where I think the Oscars need to do a motion capture category. Yeah, but even that, like Andy Serkis probably should have won for uh, (laughs) the Planet of the Eight-time winner. Yeah. (laughs) Because he's been doing such ridiculous work for so many years now and should have gotten recognized for Planet of the Apes. But I don't know. Every time I see Black Panther, I uncover new details about it. And I think it's just such a rich film and I'm really glad it's there. Um, the Oscars is kind of a bullshit show. Like, I love it. I love it to death. But it is it's not the best representation of what the best acting is. It's much like the Golden Globes are the foreign press. And it's the films that reach them. For the Oscars, it's the Academy. And while they've opened up the Academy quite a bit, it's still a lot of movies people haven't seen. And then I think for me, the best one that's actually representative of like what was really good would be the SAG Awards because it's actors voting for actors. Or imagine there's a Guild Awards for the Writers Guild or something that appreciates good writing. But yeah. What do you think, Ming? Yeah, I'm with you. The uh, yeah, Oscars are bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, you. I, I think. Yeah, I think you're right with the SAG Awards, which happens a, a day before the Oscars in yeah. uh, Santa Monica, where uh, yeah, much more, much more representative of, of what is best. I know it's all relative, but yeah, in, in the world of film, yeah. But it's, it's but, so nice. <laughs> it's good. It's good to see this on the list. It's yeah. not going to win, but. God, I would love to see it win, though. Just uh, it'd be cool. I mean, they did be good win. Good you um, to Bill Maher for sure, but it won Best Ensemble at the SAG Awards, yeah. Best Cast, or whatever, which is yeah, I their mean, big I, award. I, 
in general, I feel like all of these awards, no matter what level it is, there's always politics involved with it, right? Like oh a lot God. of people, yeah. <laughs> there are legitimate advertising campaigns for this. The, the yes. four-year consideration stuff is like, there are millions of dollars being put in to get these awards. Yeah. So that they're yeah. of value once they're out of right. the theaters. And uh, people that win, sometimes they say that they win for a past award that the Academy was like, all right, I'll give it to you this yeah. year because I didn't give sure. it to you last year. Yeah. I almost feel like maybe. Yeah. Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once they realized 3-6 Mafia had the Oscar before Scorsese, they were like, oh, fuck, we got to give it to him next like, year. Like some people think that Black Panther was nominated as, as as another way, as an apology for the fact that The Dark Knight was never nominated or Logan was never nominated. And uh, Logan should have probably been nominated, I think. I mean, Dark Knight had some nominations. Logan had some nominations, but like it didn't. Best Picture, I don't think either of them got that right. No, none of them. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. I'm okay. saying that. Black Panther might have been nominated as a sort of like Academy going, I know, I know you guys complain we didn't nominate the Dark Knight. I know, I know you guys complain we no. didn't nominate Logan. Here, guys, I'll give you Black Panther. That mm. is everyone happy now? I, th I think there's a slew of things, and you can look at it from every angle. It still wouldn't ascend to there if it wasn't as good as it was. I mean, there is also the fact that like the Oscars and the Academy have been trying to do better in being more inclusive to uh, films that people actually watch and different stories than old stodgy white people stories. Uh, they really put forth an effort to get people of color in on the Academy after the campaigns of Oscar so white uh, over the last couple of years. And they've done better about it. It's markedly better, but there's still categories that are like absurd. And there's still uh, like, Every year there's a, this is the first time uh, an Asian American actor has won X, which it's 2019. How, how are these things still happening? Because we've been bad about it for so long. Well, I, I think also, too, the problem with the Oscars and basically any award show that runs so dang long when we have the internet is most people don't care to watch a... No. what. A three, four-hour ceremony? Four-hour ceremony with them congratulating each other? Yeah. Like... I mean, people didn't even watch uh, Rent Live. <laughs> to be fair, Rent Live wasn't Rent Live. I know, right? So, you know, it is what it is. I, I'm glad it's there. I think it legitimizes it. And I think uh, Bill Maher has terrible, terrible hemorrhoids just hearing ah. that news. So I'm I'm happy with it. Well, he's probably sitting there going, ah, oh, it's just because of the politics mm. of the whole thing. Like, like everything. Again. It's a lot closer than he'll get to an Oscar, so. That's true. Fuck that guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of Rent Live, Ming, did you watch the Rent? I, I peeked in. My wife was watching it. Oh, and, yeah? Uh, yeah. Um, Vanessa Hutchins was good. Uh, the girl played Mimi. I don't know who the, who it was, but uh, she was. I thought she was good. Yeah. Um, I, I know I realized that most of it was pre-taped because that dude broke his foot. Yep. Um. Yeah. It, I mean, it was entertaining. It looked it looked well sung and acted. Um, the uh, that weird live audience on the borders kind of took me out of it, but other than that, uh, the cheer like I watched clips of it mm -hmm. and the cheering itself distracted sure. me. Like I could tell that it was orchestrated that they there was clearly like those people that are hired to get the audience pumped up sure. to respond. Yeah. And if you do it like I feel like live theater audiences know the appropriate time to react and when to not to, yeah. but these people are like cheering in the middle of songs when they haven't done anything. Sure, yet. So they're obviously prompted by something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. It's and not really a, a musical where you cheer a lot. Is no, it? it's, it's pretty a, depressing. It's a pretty depressing yeah. musical. It's not the AIDS crisis. It's not a very cheery one. Um, but yeah, uh, that was so, it on the docket. I'm so I'm just gang. What are we? What are we looking forward to this year? That's coming up. Well, Lego Movie Two is coming out Great. soon, and so is How to Train Your Dragon Three. I'm just talking about things that are coming out in the immediate in, yeah. future, which is How to Train Your Dragon Three and Lego Movie Two. Which yeah, um, I'm excited. Uh, this probably won't come out this year, but there uh, a, 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 a Funko Pop movie is in development. Oh, is it really? Which, uh, was inevitable. Oh yeah, it's inevitable, especially with the success of things like the Lego Movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was just waiting for it to, to happen. So. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just glad that it's uh, it's official, and uh, yeah, I don't know where they're going, but they have so many possibilities, man. Wait, that's like, a lot of licensing for Funko Pop. That's a lot of licensing. That's a lot of licensing. Oh yeah, for they a could Funko put they could do whatever they want. 
That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> I remember our, our buddy Chris was saying that they have they have people just throwing licensing yep. stuff at them yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Because everyone right. gets a Funko. Yes. Uh, I saw Ruth Bader Ginsburg is going to be in the Lego movie. Nice. All right. Yeah. The Lego movie too. Yeah. That's they were just funny. they were just like who would be the last person we could put in this? Got it. <laughs> I mean the I don't know Ming if you can bring up the Rotten Tomatoes. I mean the Lego movie is already pretty like 98% fresh I think or like it was really fresh. Or was that How to Train Your Dragon 3? Both of them are coming out around the yeah, same 91%, time. 91%, my friends. 91%. They'll both be great. 91%. It should be rad. Uh, from what I hear when I interviewed, I'm going to do a mic drop real quick. Sure. So when I was at San Diego Comic-Con, I actually interviewed the guys behind How to Train Your Dragon 3. Yep. And they were saying that this was going to be a tearjerker because this is they, they are absolutely capping this. They're not making any more of these they always intended it for it to be a trilogy. They wanted to wrap it up in a tight little bow. And he said, and we're we're here to make you cry. Nice. That's what they said. I was like, what, you guys Pixar now? Like, trying <laughs> to make me cry. Lordy. No, so, so I'm actually looking forward to see how they wrap it up. I think they've done really great with the world building. Granted, it was a book series before. but Damn, like, then it was a fantastic series. It's a fantastic series. I'm excited to see those. T- I'm excited to see Lego Movie 2 and... How to Train Your Dragon 3. Um, I did, we forgot to mention the Super Bowl commercials. There was a Toy Story 4 commercial. It looked great. I'm excited for it. So I'm bringing that back around because it was trending uh, a couple of days ago that Tim Allen and Tom Hanks cried in their last recording session. And they said the script is going to completely... If you cried in Toy Story three, you would get, you would be bawling in Toy Story okay. four. Which... I expect my organs to come out my eyeballs sure. in this one. Yeah, because like they capped it so perfectly in Toy Story three that I don't feel like they have a Toy Story four unless they figured out yeah, a crazy to, yeah. story, like a crippling like ending. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we made them feel last time. Let's yeah. ruin them I know. now. Let's just rip their hearts out. Yeah. I was like all right. So hopefully, um, I'm emotionally devastated. And with that, uh, well, I the think way, we, well, what, we've wrapped it up. Of, I was about to say, Key and Peele is going to be in Toy Story Four, and uh, Key, there was a Twilight Zone commercial we saw. Saw that, the, the hosted by Jordan Peele. Is that yep. correct? Yep. We're, we live in really great times for entertainment and not much else. It's really wonderful. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, and with that, yeah, well, I'm Brendan Sokler. I'm Bevan. Ming Chen, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Adultish Podcast. Uh, Like, share, subscribe, and check out our series on adultish.tv and on footprint.tv. Bye. Bye from a shared universe. Great. Great. Awesome. Great. Cool. Well, how are we on time on that one? Good.